And now I'm going to start it again. And let's make sure it started up. And um, let's make sure because uh, I had a didn't start it earlier this week. Okay, looks like it started back up. Okay, good. And now we're going to start the show. I was playing a lot of Phil Genesis right there as the pre-show. You like oh. Genesis? You know, I think I bought one of their albums once, but I never got into them. In yeah, music is so subjective, eh? Isn't that amazing? You know, one yeah. guy can love it, other guy can hate it. Yeah, that's interesting. Yeah, I think I've heard way too much Genesis in my life. In fact, uh, those are hours I'll never get back. Oh, okay. I think I've got my answer. <laughs> Genesis fan zero. Yeah, and zero. I see that I see that Hall and Oates are in the news right now because they're going through some kind of spat. And and I every time and when I see it, I say you better not play a single song because uh, hours of my life were because they used to overplay them on the radio. I mean, just on constantly. I, I never liked a single one of their songs. It's like, yeah, just hours of my life that I'll never get back from that Hall and Oates people. Yeah, to hell with Hall and Oates. Okay, another <laughs> no. We're, we're we're slowly whittling away the the artists of the seventies and eighties. We're going to be down yeah. to Duran Duran next. <laughs> yeah. That'll be all. Phil <laughs> last like music during the disco era. That's probably when you. Uh, after that, you just gave up. Uh, just yeah. Okay. Really, you're a disco fan. Hold on a sec. Let's start. Let me start the show here. This is we got to <laughs> capture this for the uh, the audience here. All right, good evening, everyone. Hello, it is Wednesday, December the 6th, the year of our Lord, 2023. It's a Fakeologist show. And we do this show Sunday through Thursday, around 8 to 8.30 p.m. Eastern, New York, Toronto time, depending on where the heck you are. Thanks for joining. And uh, we've been going every day this week. We've had a good week so far. We've been on time. We haven't missed a show. Last week was a little chompier because it was the... Um, Black Friday week, and that's where my business is really busy. I'm expecting it to just fall right off a cliff now, right till Christmas. Christmas, I don't think, is the busy season anymore. It used to be, but this Black Friday thing from has gone worldwide. The globalists, the elite, the whoever runs the world has brought it to every country, which makes no sense. But in this homogenized world, that's what's going on. It's one world government. It's the same old... Uh, government wherever you live same laws same terrorism same hoaxes same psyops same rubber babies it's it's worldwide including the sales so there you go now tonight we have tonight's wednesday and it looks like wednesday is phil's day fake nukes phil so he's back again hey fake nukes how you doing good to be here Oh, I'm real good. Thanks for showing up. Phil is uh, everywhere on the talk show circuit. He's uh, <laughs> yeah. you've been you're you're regular. Uh, have the Sunday night show with uh, I think uh, baby uh, baby Hitler I call him and the other real oh. quiet guy. <laughs> and you're on, yeah. You're I do try try I try watch every show uh, as, as much as I can mm. for different people. I I can't. I can't say I make it all the way through that one though. Um, you're also do yeah, guest appearances. A, yeah, you can put it on. You can you can adjust the speed. You can speed it up. Yeah, yeah. I always wait for uh, the Scottish guy to say something because it seems like he's just listening, and every now and then he says something. So 
Yeah, yeah. yeah. He's uh, a man of few words. He's waiting to pounce. He's like, uh, he's waiting for his opportunity. Yeah. And you uh, do a lot. You, now you're you're hosting shows with different guests, which is cool. And you had mm -hmm. a Canadian guy. I think his name was uh, Livingston, Robert Livingston. Was that right? Yes. That was a pretty good show. I, I think I've heard of that guy before. I don't know where. Um, where did you find that yeah. guy? Oh, in the comment section. And, uh, oh, here and it so is. He here. Was, he, uh, you know, that's, I spend a lot of my time well, in the uh, comment section. Yes. The, yeah, you're smart, too, because that's where... That's, yeah, because, well, that's why I do this. That's where I'm, the gold I'm, is. <laughs> I'm because I bounce these ideas on air and then I go to the comment sections to see if uh, people think I'm crazy or not. You know, that you know, yeah. we do this. I know exactly what you mean. That's what I did. That's why I started my show. I wanted to see if I was the only one that figured out 9 11. Turns yeah. out I was 10 years, about five years or eight years too late. <laughs> yeah, I'm late to the party, but uh, you know, there are people you know before me that I figured this out, but yeah. It should be common knowledge at this point. It's like, and well, uh, well none of those know, people shared. Honestly, they must not have been sharing the info because I never heard of it. Yeah, yeah. So people got to get out there. You know, I actually believe they threw mannequins out the window on nine eleven. I mean, that's pretty. That's pretty whack. Oh but, yeah, for sure. <laughs> well, I don't even the, think I don't think they threw anything out the window that day. Okay. Yeah. Why would they? If you're if, anyone that's been in the filming business, and I haven't been in the filming business, but mm -hmm. I've heard that some directors call for ten or twenty takes before everyone is set up right, the cameras right, the lights right. It n mm -hmm. nothing ever goes right on the first take, does it? Exactly. It takes. Oh no, yeah, they probably shot it on a different day. You know that's why they waited for the clear blue skies because uh, they probably shot the uh, the promo on a clear blue skies, and they just kind of. Well, there's no, no, there's no way they would have changed the day. There's no way they would, they would have, they would have stuck to September 11th. However, the, the, if you remember, well, I don't, I never watched it on September 11th, but they made the sky a gray haze in the so-called quote unquote live video. What does that yeah. mean? That means any weather would have worked that day. Yeah. And then, yeah, I've seen that. I've seen that. Uh, then what they could have done later when they, released other video footage the next days, then they could have adapted. So if it was raining, they would have released the rainy footage. If it was, see, that's how they would have done it. Mm -hmm. They would have had every weather videoed for that day as they released footage subsequent. But the day of, all they showed mm -hmm. was the plane hitting the tower <laughs> over and mm -hmm. over again. It was on a continuous loop. Yes. Yeah. Yeah, and uh, so yeah, but the the dust would have been a problem if it would have was a rainy day because uh, they had to make sure that dust stayed dry. They, what I remember, they did they overdid the paper. Like when the explosion happened on the second tower, mm -hmm. you see all this paper like spray out like graffiti, and it was like. But where did really? you see that? You saw that on TV. Yeah, on TV. So and, if and, it was a rainy day, don't you think they would have had rainy day footage? Uh, Maybe they well, wouldn't have done the paper that day. I, you know, you got to think. Yeah, you got to think I, like um, a movie director. Yeah, yeah. It, it seems it seems that they needed dry weather in for their for their ash uh, for their dust machine and for their paper their confetti cannon machine. You know that, that shot the paper out. 
It's like no file cabinets came out, but all these reams of paper came out. It's like, that doesn't make sense. It's like a so, ticker tape day parade. Yeah. You know, it didn't make sense that day. And, you know, a lot of things didn't make sense that day. And as years go by, we put these things together. Yeah, but for, for the most part, the only thing in people's minds are the planes, the uh, 9 and 11 second video footage of the towers coming down. I mean, really, what other footage is stuck in people's minds? They're, people don't have enough room for everything. You got to think like the average person. Yeah. Well, we were traumatized that day. It was an MK Ultra. The, the jumpers out the window was like the, the the topping on the cake, and that and that convinced everybody worldwide that people were dying in New York City. Mm. Uh, and and if you come out today and you say, that's why you know guys like Brian Stavely gotten so much. Uh, trouble he would say that nobody died on 9-11 and people would say you're you're crazy because i saw with my own eyes that people were jumping out the windows and you you saw with the, on a tv screen so uh something that hollywood has been faking for years as people jumping out of a skyscraper and uh you know it, it's uh, multiple ways they could have faked that and well you know, they yeah they, they're professionals this is hollywood mm -hmm. they have the best directors they have the best writers doing psyops i guess the big ones Maybe not the small mm -hmm. ones. So, they're, you know, they're they're smart. This is this is a this is the main event. You know, they're not going to screw this up. Uh, they they didn't, and it worked. And uh, yeah, it sure did. And and it, and it shouldn't have worked because think about the plan. The plan was to hijack four air aircrafts and crash them into buildings. And these guys had very minimal training, and there's no guarantee that that airplane would even penetrate the building more logically it would hit the building and it would fall down to the sidewalk and so 19 of these guys decided to all form a suicide pack let's go do it and not one of them backed out saying hey you know what i think our plane is going to bounce off the building and uh, and and you know their heart wouldn't have been in it they would have, they but but night all 19 of them they they went full not even thinking but, and it was successful that their plane didn't bounce off the building. It, it actually brought down the entire building. Mm -hmm. It's like, who would have thought that would have been the result? I mean, no one. By impossible. the way, whenever you say 19, you have to always proceed it by the word COVID. Every, anytime someone says 19, now oh. I always say COVID-19. So they're okay, COVID-19 yeah. hijackers. <laughs> because those two words are, in, are now joined at the hip. Because 19 yeah. is definitely a psyop number for sure. And... Um, Golden Ratios in the FacoTube chat. He says, I miss the Black Friday brawls that used to happen. Online shopping has ruined that. Yeah, that's true, where they are crawling over each other for the TVs. Yeah, I, I miss those. And uh, thanks to everyone in the YouTube chat tonight. We got YouTube. I got um, Twitter working. I don't know why I turned Twitter live off, but Twitter's working again. So if we're streaming on Twitter. We're off of Facebook now. I got thrown off that for the fourth time, so I'm not going to get that working. We're also on Odyssey. I don't. Does anyone look at Odyssey? I don't. I don't think so. But at fake11.com forward slash od, that's our Odyssey channel, and uh, mainly we're on fakeotube, fakeotube.com. But Phil, getting back to this this Robert Livingston guy. So he was in the chat, and um, that was a pretty interesting show because I think he was. He said something really interesting because I know you think. You say the Jews are always responsible. He was giving you a little bit of um, uh, kickback on that. And he was going mm -hmm. on about how the whites, the Anglo-Saxons, which are made up of uh, a bunch of tribes, 
Um, you know, they, they should look at themselves first. Yeah, you know, in a lot of ways, I agree with that because what uh, the way I see it is that the Jews get a lot of help. And, and in fact, the Jews are the minority. I mean, the majority of people that are helping them are are from the general population. And here's how I see it. The Jews trick us to do their dirty work. Okay, like on 9-11, nobody died. But what did we do? We A lot of our boys signed up for the military. We wanted to go to the Middle East and just kick somebody's ass. We didn't know whose ass we were going to kick. Oh, yeah, they knew whose ass they were going to kick. That, <laughs> well, I mean, again, I mean, it was planned. <laughs> the average American boy who signed up for the military, though, they, they just signed up because they just wanted to go kick some ass, you know, because yeah. everybody was so traumatized after 9-11. Yeah. And so, and that's, you know, the enlistments went up and, yeah, yeah. and we sent them over and, yeah, and they went to uh, Iraq and, you know, and, and that... But I, 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 I was bring, but I thought he was bringing up the point. I think Bill Cooper, who I really like, and I really think he's got um, the answer for who's running it. Um, he was just saying how the the the, the Anglo Saxons, which included the the Celts and the Gauls and the uh, a couple other tribes. I mean, these guys were just they just loved to kill each other. I mean, and it got me thinking. You know, mm. white people, especially today, they don't cooperate at all like other cultures. Like the Indians tend to work together more. Uh, the Muslims certainly cover each other. But, man, the white tribes, they just want to kill each other all the time. Yeah, I don't know. I, see, I'm not sure about that. I, oh, okay. In fact, I was thinking that about that today. It's like I don't. You too? In, in, in just, <laughs> oh, well, I, yeah, I think about, uh, I know. I, if, <laughs> if you if you spin a day inside my head, that would it would be uh, kind of mundane and boring. But uh, anyway, right. but, <laughs> but so I would. I know how much they've lied in the past 80 years about our history. And so if you go, if you're starting to talk about things that happened 500 years ago or a thousand years ago, it's like my mind goes numb. It's like, forget about it. Yeah. I mean, they're not telling us the truth about anything. Oh, I, mean, I know. In, in, just in the past 80 years, they've twisted it into something, some kind of unholy uh, creature that is a complete reverse uh, of history for the past 80 years. And so, yeah, you got that right. How the I mean, hell do you this, have any idea what happened? Yeah, so I'm just I just focus on like what happened in the last eighty years from this great. I think because I think real murders were happening in World War II. I think a lot of uh, Germans got killed, and I because I've seen a lot of rape photos of girls that have been that were raped, and and you know and. There, when you saw when you see a corpse of a 13 year old girl and her skirt is lifted up you know how that girl died a very uh, horrible death and girls that were pinned up in a cruci cruciform position this is what they the soviets would do and so and they're just rape victims everywhere and so the, the, it's the rape thing from world war ii that convinces me that a, a, a real crime happened against germany it was it was real and yeah, so, um, yeah, yeah. I tend to agree with you on that. I yeah. tend to agree. You know why? It's probably true because nobody ever heard of that. Exactly. They never, they never promoted they, that. They yeah. never tell us the, about the rapes. Yeah. Well, not Something just the rapes. Gotta, just uh, who? I never even heard of the German concent, open air concentration camps, <laughs> where they just leave them out in the uh, middle of the field and let oh, them uh, dry out like metal. prunes. Yeah. yeah. I never heard of that. Yeah. I never heard of. Yeah. We never hear about uh, Eisenhower and what he did. Now, we're, I'm just assuming that's true, but if everything's a lie, it's really hard. You have to sort it out in your own head.
But um, yeah, in the comments under this this Livingston guy, he made he made me think a bit, and he's a Canadian, so I actually want to get him mm -hmm. on my show because I'm from Canada, and I know at the time. 25 years ago, there was this thing called the Heritage Front, which was an interesting... Um, it was probably a um, Operation Trust controlled opposition group that was created to attract all the so-called white nationalists into one place so they could, uh, they could debunk and control them. You see, I, I think all these sites like BitChute, they're all honeypots to bring all... All the people out of the woodwork that don't fit into one place, and then they can just flush them all down the toilet. So that <laughs> same goes for some of these groups, like the Heritage Front. Mm -hmm. You know, even if they start off naturally, I think they get infiltrated and then they get tanked later. Yeah, it's impossible to form a militia or any kind of uh, yeah. resistance. It, it, it's that's why I've I've come to the conclusion it's a one man show, and I'm going to do this. And going to try to do as much damage as I can as uh, one guy can. And, one man uh, wrecking crew. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> because it, yeah, you can't get. It's like herding cats, right? It, it's yeah, impossible. you're right. And so, uh, no, I'm well. Just, as, you know, you have to have your own thing going. I got my own thing going, and uh, it's okay to um, to promote each other, though. But oh, absolutely, I, I'm not starting the fakeologist cult over here. If anyone doesn't, <laughs> you know, I'm, there's no membership to join. There's none of that. We're not meeting. <laughs> Although I wouldn't mind meeting the odd fakeologist because other shows do have meetups, but I have never done one. Um, but uh, yeah, we're not start we're not starting a cult here. When everyone says, "Oh, all the fakeologists think this way," no, they don't. I'm the only fakeologist that thinks my way. You know, everyone else <laughs> here, we have a lot in common, but we don't think exactly the same way. Mm -hmm. So I'm guess you're probably like the. the no one, not everyone that goes to Fake Nukes Phil thinks like Fake Nukes Phil. Exactly. Yeah, I know. We're not, we're all on different levels. I mean, all different levels of awokeness, right? And, uh, you know, it took me four months to get through the Holocaust thing. I had some nagging questions. Each one of, each one of these psyops, it takes a certain amount of time to get through. It took me a, a year to figure out the Las Vegas psyop. Oh, I just saw on the news before we came on, there's another shooting in Las Vegas. I, <laughs> I yes. want to check that out. Yeah, <laughs> yes, I, I brought it up. I figured, I know you're sort of near Ve or Nevada yeah. and you talk about Nevada. So, yeah, mm -hmm. we can bring yeah. that up. 11.45 a.m., so there's your 9 and 11. Oh, okay. Yeah, there, yeah, wow. And so, uh, anyway, but once I got through the uh, Las Vegas shooting, then, then all of them kind of started falling like dominoes. I, I saw that how all of them were, were done basically the same way as Las Vegas. And, uh, but it still took me some time to get through the, you know, the Holocaust stuff. You know, I, I had problems with the tattoos. Well, then how come the Germans were giving these people tattoos? And then, well, you start looking at the tattoos and it's like, well, none of them are the same. <laughs> and it's like, they're all put on willy nilly. It's like, uh, oh, okay. Yeah. The Germans wouldn't have done that. The Germans would have had a, a very precise and a very organized method of giving tattoos. They wouldn't just, it, it all they look they look like they've been freehanded on their arms and it's like yeah you freehanded that tattoo yourself <laughs> and so is the more logical answer and so uh you know a lot of these and so and nine eleven I mean to learn to get through the threshold that no planes were used and nobody died well that took me hell man like eight months it's like it's like no way I know that at nine eleven people died but. But then you, I learned that 
and they they recovered zero bodies in Shanksville, and then that started cracking the shell. It's like, well, how could they not recover a single body? That plane crashed in an open field. <laughs> you know, that that plane didn't disappear inside a building. You know, it crashed in an open field. We should have every. We should have the luggage. We should have everything. <laughs> and so, and then if they fake one, then that means they faked all four. And so then you start tearing, breaking it down from there. And yeah, the the two in uh, New York were also faked. And uh, I'm just, yeah, just to change the subject to get back to this Robert Livingston thing. One of the things that mm -hmm. came up in the comments that I'm, I, you know, I sort of was suspicious about. And this guy's saying that. All these so-called anti-Semites, the ones that get really promoted, they are, they're plants, including this mm -hmm. guy says Ernst Zundel. And have you considered that as well? Because that's the first thing I thought about Ernst Zundel back in the 80s and 90s. You know, he's running around with a hard hat. And I thought, man, who is this clown anyway? But <laughs> when I listened to him, I thought he was the real deal after a while. I thought this guy really is passionate about telling the truth about... Hit, you know, defending Germany at least from where he is from, mm -hmm. but this guy here, Livingstone stuff, mm -hmm. yes, whoever that is, I, maybe that's uh, Robert. Maybe that's Robert doing that. He's is he the one? Is that is that him in the comments saying I that? See, I see Dave Jade. It's good to see Dave Jade. Oh, Dave J, uh, he's always here. But Livingston, oh. Liv yeah, he's a regular Liv and a, and a donor. <laughs> Livingston Stone. Stuff, yes, is saying. So, what do you think? Do you think uh, these 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 so-called anti-Semites are part of the dialectic where they control? The oh, uh, see, Ernst Undell, I kind of th thought that he did a pretty good job of uh, being a one-man army, and he did he did some good damage to the narrative. And yeah. some people will say that he hurt the narrative. Well, I don't I don't see it that way. I, I mean, I think he 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 opened up the eyes of a lot of people. Going to that court case kind of proved that the, the gas chambers were impossible. And even though he lost, but uh, for losing a court case, he did pretty well. And um, so, but, but um, laws were created because of him. That, like, see, in all these events, fake or not, real laws do get passed. This is the this is mm -hmm. the reality part of of the fakery that we go through every day. So 9-11 was a fake event, but real laws were passed as a result. Yes. This is the problem. Yeah. So, and a real war started. You know, we sent troops over to the Middle East, and, you know, we had laws and war. All kinds of bad stuff came from 9-11. Yeah. Was, uh, and, so you uh, think Zundel probably wasn't a plant? Because this, this guy, we're having, there's a bit of a debate in your comment section that uh, I guess Robert Livingston inspired that a lot of these anti-Semites are actually working for working for the so-called Semites to create this dialectic where they can then restrict speech, which I think yeah, is well, happening well, now. Well, I never saw the but, but Ernst Erndell never came across to me as a neo-Nazi. I mean, he he didn't talk about kikes and Jews and, I mean, he would talk, of, I mean, he would be polite. With, in fact, yes, he, he was have, very he, polite. He, he would have Jews on his show, and he would be interviewed by Jews. I mean, uh, I mean, he Ernst Dell seemed very polite to me. He, he didn't appear to me like a uh, Rockwell type character or a. There's this these, other uh, guy, HT, that uh, Jim talks about all the time. Yeah, uh, so some of those guys on GDL aren't very. You know, I, I wouldn't put them in the same category as uh, Ernst Dell. 
And Lauren Sundle you know, was a gentleman, and he was a he, yeah. was, he was I would say he was a scholar too. Yeah, he was, he was brilliant. Yeah, I mean, yeah. it's amazing. Yeah, I mean, and he was starting I, his own uh, media. He did his own media back before the internet. Yeah, I mean, back in those days, you had to be a publisher, and you actually had to write, and you had to, you know, get a printer, uh, and you had to get a, <laughs> a you had to go to you had to go to a television studio too. I, I imagine and get yeah. real producers. You can't you couldn't do it all yourself. Yeah, so it was just amazing what he was able to do in those in in under those conditions, and uh, so uh, my heart tells me that he was the genuine deal. But again, my heart's been broken many times, so I don't I don't stake my flag on anyone. I mean, you know, I I my heart tells me that Adolf Hitler was a good guy because I've seen like uh, hundreds of hours of home videos of Adolf Hitler, and he seemed like a very genuine, down to earth guy. I mean, he. He made everyone around him smile. Nobody was ever nervous in his presence. And Adolf Hitler was always, I saw Adolf Hitler blush at the 36 Olympics when uh, that woman from California bent over and was trying to kiss him. And Adolf Hitler, uh, even in black and white footage, you can tell that he was blush blushing. It's like, well, well that's, that's odd for a uh, mm -hmm. uh, genocidal uh, maniac uh, leader to be blushing. <laughs> because a woman's trying to kiss him. I mean, that doesn't happen. And uh, so, yeah, yeah, I agree. I agree. That's, and so, uh, you know, there's a, my heart tells me, and, and every, everybody who worked intimately with Hitler said that he was, a, he was a normal guy. I mean, he was too normal, is what they would say. The chauffeur, the, the secretaries that worked with him, they said Adolf Hitler was too normal. And uh, very, so it's very bizarre. He stayed in character. If, Adolf Hitler was a crisis actor when well, he was the best crisis actor in the in history because he never broke character. He just stayed in it 24-7. And uh, that's very odd. Yeah, so... I, well, I'm, I'm fascinated with Hitler the same way I'm fascinated by Elvis. Yeah, I would, I'm not... I'm not as uh, a thrill. I'm not a huge Elvis fan when it comes to his music. I, I, th I think he was talented. I really like it. But I'm more fascinated by the phenomenon and Hitler is sort of this in the same genre to me. How can somebody a hundred years later be probably one of the most famous humans ever in a bad way because they promote him as the devil, whereas Elvis is sort of the opposite. So from that point of view, I'm fascinated by the character. And obviously the History Channel is too because he's their number one star <laughs> since, it's, since it opened up. Yeah, and so, yeah, that's... That's a good point. I mean, they have really Adolf Hitler lives rent free in these people's heads. I mean, eighty years after the war. I mean, the rest of us have forgotten about him. But I would say we, he's he's. It's been a hundred years since he really yeah. showed on the scene. So it's a it's about a yeah. hundred years for God's sakes, and he's and we're still talking about him. Yeah. Even though we're told we can't talk about him, which is yeah. even more fascinating. That's yeah, a, so there's and and everybody knows Adolf Hitler's birthday. It's it's the most strangest thing. And the, and his two his first name and his last name have mm -hmm. literally been removed from the English language and mm -hmm. left in reservation for him till the yeah. end of time. Can you imagine if if your name was suddenly impossible to use? I mean, it would basically put you in the name hall of fame for the rest mm -hmm. of time. It is amazing. Yeah. Yeah, there's so many, so many things like that about yeah. Hitler. I mean, just so it is I know, bizarre, and it is so. I, I'm not. No, no. I have found some odd things, like like I know that 
the Jews were controlling Germany at that time, and uh, the Jews, the, the newspapers were controlling who won elections. And so how the hell did Adolf Hitler win an election when uh, the newspapers were completely controlled by the Zionists? And uh, so well, you and know, also the, the beer hall push, I've, I've also seen some fakery in that. There was right. no photos from the beer hall push. Uh, all we have is drawings, and uh, that's, that's odd. And then the whole trial that followed, it was strange because they allowed Hitler to have a, a podium during the trial. I mean, that would never happen during a yeah. season. So he was a lot, he was a lot, yeah. So he was in a way, he wasn't kept right down. He was used by the powers that be or abused by the powers that be. But he was. I think, so, mm -hmm. so here's a, a, a one version of events that could have happened is that he was getting Zionist help up until 1933. And then after he was elected, he gave the middle finger to his bosses and said, uh, I'm going to rule on my own. And then, but that, and that would coincide with the, 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 Jews declaring war on Germany. Remember that headline in the newspaper where it said the yeah, worldwide in, international yeah. Jewry is declaring war on Germany. And so, Absolutely. And, and it so would that, also coincide with, with characters of more modern times like Gaddafi, mm -hmm. like mm -hmm. Saddam, mm -hmm. like uh, maybe the guy, um, the, the uh, I, or not the Ayatollah, um, uh, the guy in Iran in the 70s. What's his nuts? Um, uh, Reza Mohammed. Uh, what's the uh, what's the guy's name that ran Iran until the, in the seventies? I can't remember oh, his name right Ayatollah now. Ayatollah Khomeini. No, before him, the guy they got rid oh, of. The, oh, the Shah of Iran. The Shah, the Shah, the Shah of Iran. Whatever yeah. his name is, Mohammed Reza. But uh, yeah, okay, yeah. maybe they they get put into power because you know when you're running a country, most people don't know how to run a country. So you bring in the people that are professionals at running a country, right? You, you surround them. Even Trump did the same thing because, you know, when you're running a country, you can't just pick someone off the street to to do it. You you call in the people that run countries for a living, and then eventually they tell you what to do. And then I guess at some point you might throw them out, saying, "No, you guys aren't helping the people. I want to help the people," and that's when they throw you out on your head, <laughs> mm -hmm. right? Like. Like even if you believe that um, Hitler's National Socialism ultimately was to help the people, but the guys that control the money, they said, the he hell no, we're not helping the people. Are you crazy? <laughs> we, yeah. you, you help us first, and if there's any money left, they can have a few crumbs. I, I really think that's sort of how, how they make, how, how countries work. Yeah. It, it, it appears that you know, we had to send everything we had to uh, go un unseat this uh, this movement that was going through Germany at the time, because I think Germany became close to uh, actually expelling the Jews from Europe, and see that could not succeed. And so uh, the the empires of the Soviet Union, uh, the British Empire, and the American Empire, all three had to come together, and and even then they had a hard time uh, unseating this movement from. Right. The, well, and listen, it, I, I, I think it's less to do with the Jews. I think it's more to do with what system of government actually works and benefits a people and a country. I think mm -hmm. that's what World War II was more about. And I put this video up that Jim put up on what is National Socialism. And they don't ever want you saying those words. They want you to say the word Nazi. Because Nazi is the pejorative for that. That's the put down. Mm -hmm. If you actually looked at it in a National Socialism... People would think, oh man, that's that sounds pretty good for a, a way to run a country. 
And mm -hmm. I think that is the main thing they don't want people talking about. So they just equate it with Hitler, uh, with the Holocaust, with Jews and gas chambers. If they can keep you talking about that and not about the main idea. And mm -hmm. this video that Jim put up, I don't know if you watched it. I didn't even realize how Hitler described socialism. Socialism to him was not Bolshevik socialism. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So that might be the main idea that they're trying to keep people away from. Because if you ran a country like that where you shared the resources, where you put your country first, where you weren't into uh, basically worldwide trade where... Uh, you know, it could destroy your labor force by outside labor or by all these kind of things. That's what they, that is what they want. They don't want. They don't want one nation becoming self-sufficient and powerful. Yeah. And, uh, and I think that's, I mean, Germany was making, was 10 years of head, ahead of every other country. They were building the Autobahn system. The, all the buildings in Berlin were, uh, uh, they're using huge blocks of marble to build these uh, elaborate uh, buildings. And uh, the Nuremberg rally, that stadium that they had, it was just uh, really advanced. And, uh, the, of course, the German engineering and the, uh, the aircraft and uh, the rockets they had and, uh, uh, and the tanks they had. Everything that Germans were making was uh, 10 years ahead of the rest of the Europe. And so... They see Germany was doing it. Germany was Germany did something to make themselves just blast off. They were they were blasting off, and uh, and so we can debate on what that was. Me, I I kind of think that it was because they kicked the communists out. I mean, I think more than national socialism, the Germans were united by an anti-communist movement. They didn't like the commies, and they wanted to kick the commies out of Germany, and I think. If a if a people are united in a cause, then I don't. I don't it doesn't really matter what sort form of government you're under. You're yeah. going to be united, and these people were united under the cause of anti-Bolshevism, and so maybe National Socialism got too much credit. I mean, they could have believed in uh, the Easter Bunny, and they still probably would have been a powerful country because they were united against the, the correct enemy. And uh, for once in human history, they were united against the correct enemy. Mm -hmm. And uh, we, but, ha we but national social no national socialism the way it was distributing wealth throughout the people mm -hmm. that that had to be an incentive too. I'm you're not going to go for a system that's not going to help you in the end or your family. Mm -hmm. Yeah, well, yeah. I mean, they were, everybody was uh, had plenty of food, and you know, ab after uh, the Weimar conditions when they didn't have enough food, and then. Uh, and they all said that when Hitler got elected, then all of us we had food all of a sudden, and it was the well, strange thing. I think I think mo most Americans today are are absolutely opposed to the word socialism. Would you agree with that? If you hear if you're called a socialist today, that's that's the same as calling you a commie in the fifties. Uh, yeah, you know my brother uses it a lot because my brother watches a lot of Fox News, and so they they're always pumping the word socialist. Oh, you're a socialist. Exactly. <laughs> and, uh, but like, you know, like the way the National Socialism was described by Hitler, I think most people would be for. <laughs> see, see yeah. that that's how they've turned it around. That's what I don't think they want you talking. Why you want what they want? They don't want you talking about that aspect of Germany. 
And they've they've been totally successful, at least with me. I didn't really understand the different socialisms. Mm -hmm. And uh, I'm wondering if there is a National Socialist scholar out there who actually understands it, because they don't teach it anymore. So I'm wondering if in this generation, if anyone really understands it at all. Uh, it, I Yeah, we, we're still... The World War II is still a tough nut to crack, and we are still unraveling uh, mystery after mystery. You know, I'm, I'm sorry. I'm. I guess I have to get ready to do a Pearl Harbor uh, show tomorrow because we're at the anniversary of December seventh. Oh right, yeah. And, you have Pearl and, Harbor uh, stuff on your channel. Uh, oh yeah, I've done uh, about fifteen videos about Pearl Harbor. And, All right. Uh, I'll have to so dig I might, them out. I might. I might go re just replay one of those because uh, I, I might not have time to do a video tomorrow. So, see, this time of year, I'm, I'm really kind of busy too. But uh, so I might go back and get my best one and yeah, put your that, best and, of series up. And, and how long, it. how far back does your channel go? How, how many um, years? Uh, almost about a year now. I'm at, okay. Yeah. I, I'm a little over a year. I remember it was August of 2022 i started making videos and putting them on BitChute. okay and uh, and uh yeah because you've and got it doesn't even show the count how many videos i know i know BitChute is so i mean you you make a video and they just disappear somewhere i've been i've been saving them in a in a separate file on uh on my flash drive mm -hmm. and um you should so, put that online using resilio sync if you keep your computer yeah, you, online yeah, you, yeah, you yeah you told me that I gotta and I typed it in. I gotta. It takes a little while to learn how to use. No, that. I know every. I know what you mean. You gotta find time to sit down and do it. And you're doing a show <laughs> like me almost every day. So when the hell are you gonna find time to do it? I I agree with you. It's hard. Yeah, you get your numbers up. You got almost fourteen hundred subscribers. So people are subscribing, and oh. and I I appreciate you putting nine eleven stuff up. That this one is a real good one about John Oganowski. Yeah, because I never heard that before. I didn't know that this guy had a twin brother. It's like, oh, please, not another twin brother. <laughs> that is a psyop. That's another psyop technique. The the, yeah. the twin brother. <laughs> and well, I guess he's not the twin. He's two years younger. But the but no, it was. Like, I I did the math by the way he was talking. I think his brother was ten years older than him. I was trying to do the math by by some uh, of the numbers they were throwing up in that interview. Yeah. He. he who has a twin brother that's 10 years older? <laughs> yeah. That's a good one. Yeah. But anyway, the resemblance is uncanny. Well, of course it's uncanny. It's you. Because because it's the same guy. It's you. you. Know? Yeah, 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 yeah. And they, and they could make them 10 years different. You know, they they control what the birthdays are, you know. It, no, it's really good. And that is a PSYOP technique. And now, now that I'm thinking about it, I think that, uh, you know, the, the so-called twin astronauts, Mm -hmm. What's his name? Jim and uh, McNair and uh, no, no, there. No, Scott Kelly. Oh, oh yes, yeah, the Kelly. Yeah, the, the, the Kelly. Are has has he and his twin ever been seen in the same room? Because I think it's the same guy, same idea, oh. same concept. Yeah, that's a good question. Yeah. Yes, try and find a video because I think the only video where they're in the same video, they're using yeah, yeah, Hollywood be, to uh, to do the simulation there. Yeah, and of course he's married to Gabby Giffords. I mean, just come on. I mean, a psyop couple. Yeah, it's like so, <laughs> so insulting. 
But here you go with this video. You did. You followed up with she the. She pretends to be this retard. I mean, how how insulting. She she pretends to be this. Yes, yes, this yes. Like she's got half her brain, half her brain missing. It's like you don't have half your brain missing. You're just pretending to be a retard. It's yes, like, yeah. oh God, it's insulting. Well, James Brady did the same show. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yes, he did, and he passed the baton to Gabby Giffords in his one of his last interviews. Yeah, I'm you, passing the baton. To, it's like, oh yeah, because you both faked your 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 head wounds. That's why. And then Malala, same thing. Remember her? She Malala. was the the Indian girl that was shot. Mm, re refresh my memory. Okay, we'll have to bring up Malala. She was Malala. shot in the head too. And then Malala Yousef, and she was shot. And oh yeah, this one here. She's from Pakistan, right? Right. And I think yeah. she did the same uh, the same thing where she started. Yeah. She's, yeah. After months of surgery and rehabilitation, and then she moved to the UK, <laughs> started a charity. Oh, so, she graduated uh, from Oxford. How, how, I'm sure she's a Rhodes uh, Scholar well, now. Part of, of the Rhodes. she did. Yeah. <laughs> she's another yes, one. I don't know if, they, if she has any deformity to her head there. No, not at uh, all. Like on, on James Brady, uh, I... I I saw a faint scar, but it was on the wrong side of his head. And uh, sometimes they do brain aneurysms. You know, a person. Here she is. Here she's okay. She's speaking out of. She's another useful so um, children and women's lives lost in this. The devastation oh, that the people have she, faced she speaks from good the English. to the bombardments of. Well, their of course, you went to Oxford. She's a Rhodes Scholar, probably yeah, right now. She's a she's a worldwide uh, tool right now. Like uh, what's her name? Anyway, we need to. So she's she's speaking out about Gaza. So there you go. Oh yeah. Once mm. once once they co-op these people. Put them on the payroll. They they'll do whatever they're told. Yeah. So she was. I'm pretty sure she was shot in the head too. Yeah, yeah. I think it was on a bus or something, and some some rebels or something stormed the bus and shot her in the head. Or I forget the story, but yeah. Now somebody wrote yeah. to me because you put up this video here. I think I this 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 911 crisis actors and missing shoes. So these videos yeah. are a lot better when you watch them knowing. You're watching a movie. Mm -hmm. Would you agree? Oh yes, yes. And now, and now uh, we can see the fakery, just the way uh, the people are interacting with the cameraman, and and how yes. the cameraman is uninterested in things that he should be interested in. Like the cameraman seems to know where each in injured person is, and he m marches through the crowd, and he makes sure he walks up to each in injured person. It's like, well, how did you know he was there? And you know it's all, it looks all scripted, and uh, or somebody who's crying or something. And uh, I like how the guy of, looks up at the building when he turns around with the mic in his hand. <laughs> yeah, one of these girls at this point, she says, "Hurry up! There might be another explosion." You can hear her in this video say that. It's like, what, what did what did she mean? Hurry up! There might be another explosion. Let's just get back. Get back. No, get back. No, let's just stand here and watch it. <laughs> yeah, there she goes. Yeah. Right right there. I think there's going to be another explosion. Did you hear her say yeah, that? Yeah, 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 yeah. What, 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 uh oh, hold the horses. It's like, you see the people on the ground. See, not everybody, I think, was in on the, in on the act. I think there were some uh, ordinary people down there who saw the pyrotechnic. Oh, wait. Let, they, let, they, let's Let's remember, though. 
How many how many movies are shot in New York? There must be hundreds a year. So they had 10 years mm -hmm. to do this scene, let's be honest. Mm -hmm. so what I'm saying is, no, I think movie sets are closed sets. There's no people straggling around. Everyone here is an extra, but they don't know what they're filming. Like even mm -hmm. actors, when they're... Even an actor, a top actor, they don't know how the movie's going to be glued together most of the time. They film scenes out of sequence, so this could have easily been done any time within 10 years before 9-11. And none of these people, I would say, have any idea of maybe even what movie they're in. Because this is mm -hmm. sort of almost like B-roll. You know what I mean? They're running from something. B-roll means you can create scenes that can be inserted into any movie. Oh, okay. So they could have been running from Godzilla. <laughs> if you think about it. You see? Like, that's how you have to watch movies. Yeah. See, there's a... Anytime there's a scene cut, it could have been cut... It could have been inserted from any other time. Um, in any other place, really. That's how I look at movies, anyway. Like, well, absolutely. They could have cut in the towers at any point in this in this clip. So there's that one clip, and then there'll be a cut, and now they're back. This could be a totally different scene. You see, I know the sound is continuous. This is one of my favorite scenes because they got some uh, some of those epic shots. You know those. Uh, those memorable yeah, this, shots. Where this the, reminds me of Independence Day. Exactly. And who's to in say many, they didn't? In many ways, Independence Day was was a, was a was a prepper for us for nine eleven. But this could it have was, been from Independence Day. They yeah, could, yeah, they could have they could have videoed yeah. this at that time. You see? Yeah. Mm -hmm. So yeah, it's it's pretty cool. I love how the thing's coming down the street. The smoke. Yeah. Yeah. Anthony, you okay? Yeah. Anyway, we don't have to watch the whole thing. We should, yeah, really, we should cool. really cover all your stuff as, as quickly as we can because we only got about 10 more minutes. I don't want to take it's up too much because I know yeah. you're a working man like me. So <laughs> I know. This was yeah, a so great one, too, that you pulled off, the Challenger thing. Yeah, you know, yeah because there's two twin brothers. And, More and twins, an and they checked ancestry.com, and those astronauts did not have a twin brother at time of launch. Right, and we also have Judy Resnick, who had who did has not changed her name, and she has a very distinctive voice. Yeah, and that is that is her. I mean, she her voice is is a hundred percent match. Uh, it, it, that she's teaching a law class at Yale. Yeah. Judy Resnick. I mean, come on, people. Uh, but what does that what does that tell you when they can just do this in your face? What does that tell you? They have total control of our media and they can do whatever they want. Yeah, it, it really. I, I've seen many versions of this. This is a German guy that put this together, and mm -hmm. uh, even put um, a funny thing happened on the way to the moon, which is mm -hmm. another. I really enjoyed it, even though he was he. This guy still thinks we went to the moon, by the way. But oh, I. Oh, Bart Sabrell. Yeah. Oh, he does. Oh yeah, yeah. He thinks uh, they went up, but they faked uh, landing. Like he he believes some of the story, but oh, he thinks that we went up and orbited the moon and uh, something we faked like the that. Something like that. He just 
But oh, I think he thinks that we orbited the Earth, but we didn't actually go because he he calls flat Earthers uh, uh, insulting. Right. It's like, well, Bart. I mean, if if NASA's lying to us about everything, well, then everything's on the table. I now, agree. Uh, and so we can't just disregard what the flat Earthers are saying. I mean. In fact, the flat earthers did a great job at exposing how many times NASA is lying. And so it's like, I I got to give them credit for that. It's like the flat earthers uh, do a good job of... See, I, did, I never thought that NASA was somebody that needed to be watched. And that the flat earthers taught me. It's like, no, you got to watch these NASA people, man. They're up to... It's like, oh, okay, yeah, you're right. These people are frauds. <laughs> it's like, I had no idea. They were putting people on harnesses and they were like pretending to be an anagram. It's like, oh, we, we've got to watch these people. It's like, the only thing I, like, I, I, I do agree with Simon Shack, who said that Flat Earth was brought in to discredit and steer the people that were questioning NASA. See, you don't need Flat Earth to discredit NASA. But they were successful in joining those two ideas together, which yeah. to me, that is like putting a um, a parasite on the people that were debunking NASA. You don't yeah, need, they're, they're putting an albatross around the neck of those debunking NASA. You yeah, see, they it, turned it into a weaponized term. And so if you get into a date, debate of somebody who's questioning NASA, they'll call you a flat earther. Oh, you're a flat earther. That's oh, right. Over. That's and right. So, and that's it, right. It's like that, calling somebody a racist. Once you call somebody racist, the debate debate. That's over. right. So, so flat earth was put in to discredit the, yeah. the, the, those that were debunking NASA. I yeah. really think that. And Simon, I think, is totally yeah. right. They're totally oh, I, independent topics. They don't belong together. Yes. And oh, absolutely. very few people understand that concept, really. See, I know that's that's why, did. as much as I like Jim and uh, talking about the Holocaust and questioning the gas chambers, I think the gas chambers thing is so emotional, and they they've controlled that for so long. What that's done is eliminate the discussion on the benefits of, say, national socialism. You see what I mean? It's sort of the albatross mm -hmm. they throw on it. So you can't talk about anything regarding World War II or Hitler or the National Socialism because it's been just joined at the hip with this really emotional topic that you can't talk about. Yeah. So I think I think that discredit by association is such a powerful weapon. Mm -hmm. Oh yeah, they're and they're experts at it. Yeah, that that's what I think. So we really don't need like like Bart Sabrell is right. If you watch his, his his video, but he throws in so much crap about what he thinks that we did launch and we did orbit that it kind of takes away from him confronting these guys. Like, I really enjoy the confrontation because it really seems like even if like a lot of people says these say these guys are acting, they know th this was uh -huh. all prepped like this is pantomime. And that could be. Yeah, but they do seem genuine. They do a really good job of being pissed off. They really do. Well, you know, yeah, well, uh, Buzz Aldrin's been an actor his entire life. And so, yeah, you know, I know I, I, I do agree that it, it, this, it, this could this astronaut's gone wild. It could been could have been a uh, just a stage. Uh, yeah, I think the, they're in on it. And, and, and uh, Neil Armstrong, uh, the, where he said that little quip to he said, Bart, knowing you, that's probably a fake Bible. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, well, yeah, it's like, Neil, oh, gee, well, that's a nice little. 
little off the off the hip, you know, yeah. real quick off the hip. It's like, yeah, that seemed kind of staged to me. That whole swearing on the Bible stuff, and so yes, yes, yes. Yeah, uh, I think it. Yeah, so I mean, these and plus he's got and plus he's got a YouTube channel. I mean, Bart Sabrello is allowed to have a YouTube channel. I yeah, mean, exactly. Uh, Fake Nukes Phil can't have a YouTube channel. I guarantee no, you that. I, I would get I would get struck my first video. Let me tell you. See, that's why people have to understand these people are authorized. They're there mm -hmm. be they're there at the at the behest or the pleasure of the king. The king does not allow people in his kingdom he doesn't want. He he, mm -hmm. he exiles or jails them, the ones he doesn't <laughs> like. Yeah. <laughs> so this is authorized yeah. this this is sort of authorized material. Yeah. All right. Well, I'm glad we kind of we agree on that. That's for sure. See, this is deep. Oh, this is deep psyop de deconstruction right here, people. Very few people understand psyops like Phil, I believe. Not too many people get the whole picture. It's it's complicated. You really have to concentrate on what you're talking about. Yeah, I know they go for the heartstrings, and that's the the main tenet of Western propaganda. And they've been doing it since World War II. Where they put the babies on the screen, uh, the babies with the bandages on their head, and that start it literally starts wars. I could talk yes. about Naira in uh, 1991 or 1990 when she got up in front of the Senate committee and she pretended to fake cry. And she talked about Iraqi babies and in incubators and uh, and that changed the morale. And then we went to because nobody wanted to go to war with Iraq in 1991. But it, it, after that Naira testimony, then they had just enough votes to go to war. Right. And it's like, are you kidding me? A, a little girl goes up and does a fake cry, and that sends us to war. I mean, people need to wake up out of this stuff. It's, it's, we are way too led by our emotions. And it, if you're going to start a war over him, and that's what they're doing right here with this girl with the intestines coming out. I mean, are you kidding me? I mean, whoa, I, mean, whoa I didn't see this one. That's she, pretty she, gross. I mean, <laughs> that is not real. Okay, uh, yeah. that is not real. Uh, there should be blood uh, uh, squirting out. I mean, that... that. Yeah, that's pretty gross. Did somebody put in your comments uh, a link to archive.org where they had rotten.com where people actually put the some gruesome videos. You remember some of those videos before the internet were passed around? Faces of death, that kind of stuff. Yeah, I, yeah, I saw that. Did you think those... Then, are those real, do you think? Those videos? Um, from rotten.com. Yeah, well, I haven't gone through their site. I remember when I was a kid, my, I had a I had a friend whose buddy whose dad was a uh, highway patrol uh, chief. Okay, and he would get this uh, magazine, and the, the highway patrol would take photos of these crashes. And, oh, uh, and really? man, I mean, oh man, it was just. And I was like, well, God, you see foots and arms, and uh, you know, just he you know, heads and yeah. And uh, you know, know the and all the way, all the ways the body breaks apart, tears apart during a crash. Yeah, yeah. And uh, so uh, I know what it looks like. And this Gaza is not it. Okay. Yeah, yeah. And I don't need to go back and relook at those gory images uh, from that CHP magazine. I know what it looks like. And yeah. this, the these the, this Gaza is not it. Mm -hmm. Okay. It's it, and it's and it's insulting and it's laughable. And uh, yeah, it's uh. This is this is actors. Look at, look at. The, they put the gray dust on these people's faces, and 
This is called Pallywood acting. <laughs> Look at that woman. She's not hurt. <laughs> She's got gray dust on her face. and <laughs> that's not One has it on the left eye, one's on the right eye. It reminds me of a kiss. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> you know, the little star pattern. <laughs> so, see, so I, this is my mission. This is why I've been posting so many of this Gaza stuff. Yeah. Because I'm going to bring peace to the Middle East. I'm going to do what they've been that they have failed to do for 75 years. You know, the the brightest and most genius people have failed to figure out how to bring peace to the Middle East. It's already there. There's already peace there. It says, turn off your television. That's how we bring peace to the Middle East because it's all a show. <laughs> are we no, going to be rebuilding Palestine for Palestinians or are these people all going to be shipped around to the Western nations? I guess is the I question. Believe- they're going to be moving some populations into Europe and America, and they're also going to be rebuilding Gaza as, yeah. a, as a nice place and for, the, for the people who want to stay. So mm. the Palestinians are going to win-win. The people who want to go invade uh, America, they're going, to, they're going to be funded and they're going to be sent to uh, Dearborn, Michigan or where no, the Palestinians go. None of them are staying in, in, in Detroit. <laughs> I just, yeah. no, they're not going to make it through more than one winter. Sorry. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I wouldn't. I wouldn't either. Not and if so, you're not if you're from the Mediterranean. Sorry, the weather yeah. is. Uh, it'll get you. Well, I know that Ireland is getting and Scotland's getting uh, in, invaded with these uh, Muslims, and uh, the, so they're going into Europe. And um, uh, but the ones who want to stay in Gaza, well, then they're going to have nice new buildings. I mean, it says I, I posted a couple of videos for the tourism industry. The it, Gaza has universities. It has uh, yeah. We played them on the last show. It, yeah, it had it has ports. It has restaurants. It's like come on. It, it, here's the deal. We've all been MK Ultra. Okay, think about what's happening in your hometown. It's boring and nothing ever happens. Okay, but the only thing that happens in your hometown is the occasional car crash where you know it's like oh my gosh it's horrible. On the way home from work, you'll you'll see an uh, an awful car crash. Okay, but that's the only happening that ever happens, and, and it, that's the way it is around the whole world. Okay, there's all these happenings that we see. It, it, it's only on TV. Mm-hmm. It's nobody knows anyone who gets hurt in any. We don't even that. have riots at Walmart on Black Friday anymore. They're even <laughs> yeah. they're gone. Those exciting times yeah. when people used to crawl all, all over each other for that last TV. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Here's what I say. I say it's mathematically impossible. During my lifetime, I've witnessed about thousands of these terrorist attacks, thousands of them. And they get forgotten so quick because they just do another one next week and we just forget about them. And nobody knows any. I mean, I'm talking about school shootings. I'm talking about bombings. I'm talking about all of the – all these things we can lump together as call it a terrorist attack. We can – thousands of them. Nobody knows anyone that's been hurt in one of these things. People, it's time to wake up. It's mathematically impossible. You would, when you go to the dog park, you would meet people and say, "My, my cousin was killed in that school shooting." You know, <laughs> yeah. You, you don't. You don't see. You don't hear it in normal conversation. It never gets mentioned. Nobody knows anybody. I said. I say, people come to my channel. If you know somebody, come to my channel. Nobody comes. Nobody comes. Nobody, nobody knows anybody. I, I'm playing these two videos because this is the 9-11 video and everyone's covered in this this white dust. And yeah. they, they brought it back for uh, Pallywood, for Gaza, yeah. 2023. Yeah. And, and and the shoes, you bring up the shoes. That's some yeah. sort of Masonic thing, isn't it, where they have to show the it's, shoes? 
uh, yeah, something. Ole Damagard, you know, is famous for bringing up the shoe. Right. And, yeah. And I see it. I, I That's see some it kind of, of symbolism. It's, yeah, it's some kind of Masonic symbolism. It's, it's a... It's a signal for the fakery of the show. And, uh, yeah, so we saw the shoe code here in uh, 9-11. Right. And we, we see the shoe code in all, almost all the all events. All of them. And it, yeah. Uh, the shoe, we the shoes were big in the Nashville thing. Was yeah. it, there was a shoe controversy. Remember that? Y- yeah, and that was, a, that was, <laughs> that was uh, installed into the story. And it was, uh, it was designed to trap us because uh, it... The, this guy needs a better they, mask. Yeah, I know. What is that? Come on, man. He's got someone's panties on or something. Come on, get a grip, buddy. That is hilarious. Well, oh my God, these guys. Get some mask technology going on. Yeah. Oh, boy. Well, if any, yeah, so the, we had, we had yeah. one person on the fa- Fakeologist Facebook that wanted to call Fake Nukes Fill Out about... Um, Gaza, but I guess she didn't call in tonight. Um, yeah, yeah. Wasn't Brian going to call in today? Or I got a I got a email from Brian said he he was in, from Washington. He's he said he was going to call in. I guess he didn't call in. Oh, Brian. Um, okay, is that the guy on my Discord server, Brian? Wild uh, times. Possibly. Yeah, I don't know. Uh, I know that's the only Brian I know. Yeah. Yeah. Well, you okay. Well, you got five minutes to call in. Anyone wants to call in. The phone lines have been open the whole time. So 810-666-1984 or 902-400-1984. I think someone was just questioning whether anyone real really dies. Uh, glad to see that uh, Emily Han got back to her father who yeah. wished her dead. That must have been a happy reunion. Hi, it's me. I'm back from the dead. Sorry to ruin your life, Dad. <laughs> that was That was gross. <laughs> Christmas is going to be awkward this year. This guy's well, a horrible, horrible crisis actor. This guy, he's just the worst. Yeah, but uh, he gets away with it because the media covers for him. And the media covers for him. So. I wonder if they're even related. These are all yeah, actors, so I. Yeah. There's no emotion there. This is this is sad. These crisis yeah. actors, I'm telling you. Yeah, the the, the, the I call it the. The Pallywood fake cry. These Palestinians do all these arm movements, and they they put their hands to their face, and they go like this, and they go. But there's not a single tear. I mean, a lot of these people are holding their dead children in their arms, and they're not crying. I mean, they're they're going. Ah, they're well, most people this. would be throwing up. Most <laughs> people would be bawling Sick. their eyes out. If if I was holding my dead daughter in my arms, I would be. Uh, I wouldn't care about being on camera. In fact, I would. I would be. Uh, shielding my daughter from the camera and I would be uh, just in sheer it would be the worst agony of my life I mean it's just ridiculous this does not happen in real life people what you see on these videos from Gaza is not real life I mean that's that's why I've been uploading so many of them because it's like if you watch them after about 50 of them you start seeing the pattern hey there's a pattern here this is just all fake and uh, people need to identify the pattern and uh well, that's what we do. We show patterns. And, uh, yeah, and there, we didn't even look at Vegas. I guess we're going to have to wait till tomorrow to get some good stuff on the, the yeah. Vegas shooting. Yeah, we're going to need to hear from the family members because whenever they interview the family members, well, that's when we start hearing the Whoppers. Oh, hold on. We got a caller in. Or who's calling in? Where are you calling from? Uh, Canada. 
All right. What's Ontario. Your, what's your name? Tony. Hey, Tony. What's happening? You're on the you're on the air with Fake Nukes Phil. Well, I, I you know I know that I uh, I follow actually fo- started following both you gentlemen. All right. What do you think? So, uh, uh, yeah, very informative. Uh, I've been awake for quite a while and one of these sleepers that uh, don't get too involved, but aware of a lot of stuff, and I've learned quite a bit off 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 YouTube just from uh, recently, just from listening to your podcast, and like, wow, what a world we live in. Did you have any idea? You sound like you're our age, so did you have any idea what was going on? Oh, yeah, I've been awake for a long time. Okay. But, uh, you know, like, I got friends, and I'm sure you have friends that, you know, that are so asleep that, uh, and they're smart people. Uh, I mentioned some of the stuff that I'm into, and it, I just get deer in the headlights. It's really frustrating. So, yeah. But, uh, and that's why this, we do. That's why we do this so that we can bounce these ideas out there. Because, uh, yeah, because a lot of people think we were crazy for saying such things. Yeah. The only thing I'm really guilty of is I'm really nervous about putting myself out there with the with the police state that we live in. Uh, I, I donated to the uh, trucker convoy. My me and my ninety year old mother, who's also red pilled. And then after we did it the second time, because they froze it and then returned the money, they published our our uh, information on the web, where we lived, how much we donated. Oh, really? Uh, where was oh, that? Because yeah. I donated, too. I didn't know it was published uh, well, I, on the web. I donated, yeah, I donated to give, no, not give, send, go. It was go fund me. Uh, I'm sorry? It was go fund me and then give, send, go. I gave twice, too, and I got a, I got the money back. Yeah, I didn't get the money back from the second one. Okay, I I think I did, but okay. But 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 that you know that did tick me off. But the, the the bigger thing that ticked me off was the fact that they published my name and what I donated, where I lived, right on the on the web. And then uh, my my wife found it online. I was just I was shocked. And then the TD Bank was. I started pulling everything out of the TV, TD Bank after that. I was so ticked. And then they took the site down shortly after because I think there was a bit of a run on the banks that they didn't publish. Yeah, the banks don't care if they, you take your money out. They, they're completely guaranteed and backed by the government, at least in Canada. So I wouldn't yeah. worry about it. Uh, yeah, I, I wouldn't worry about it. The, the, the main thing they want is you to be afraid and scared. But uh, uh, Yes, I, and I, I do I do fight that, I, I have to admit. And, uh, like, I write into this, uh, obviously, this Holocaust hoax and uh, following Phil on his uh, information regarding the... Uh, the uh, the lies about uh, the London Blitz, and uh, I believe it. I mean, I never even thought about it before. All I did is watch the movies like everybody else. Well, Fake Nukes is doing some amazing work, and he's he's really uh, pounding out the videos, isn't he? And so are you. I mean, anybody that puts themselves out there as a platform, uh, and uh, what I find I like about you gentlemen is... Uh, you're you're very calm, you know. It's professional. Nobody gets excited, and you just lay it out. And uh, I think it's really well done. Ah, thank you, Tony. I appreciate. It. Can you share it with somebody else? Get get I, other I, people. I, share it. I up. do all 
I do all the time, whether or not they're receptive or not. Uh, um, <laughs> I do have friends that are starting to come around. Uh, I'm a little surprised, but they're not at the same, how would you say, uh, inning that you would be and I would be in. And, uh, well, mind you, you're a little bit more advanced than me, but uh, you know what I'm saying, right? Well, yeah, it, it, we can't force them either. You, you, uh, you can only speak to the people that want to hear the message and... Uh, so it's tough. Yeah, I, I, I listened to your uh, interview with uh, uh, Gemma. Mm-hmm. That was that was really well done. I thought she's a warrior. Just, uh, <laughs> she she makes me look like a marshmallow. That woman. That's that's one brave woman. Mm, yeah, yeah. She's uh, uh, exposing these psyops in Ireland. There, she's she's trying to save her country, and uh, she's going for the weak spot, like. See, I see these psyops as the weak spot. This is they're they're exposing themselves for us to uh, exploit, and uh, and she's going for the. So I say I'm all strength to her. A good good wishes for her. Did you did you do you think Phil? Do you think you taught her something that she didn't know? Oh, I, I, uh, perhaps maybe you know uh, just a, a way of thinking about. Um, uh, asking people if they know anybody who's been hurt in these in any of these events, and and uh, uh, in that maybe way, but I, I encourage everyone to start asking around if they know anyone who's been hurt in any of these events. Now, this event right here was a stabbing in Dublin, yeah, and nobody knows these kids who were stabbed, and we didn't see any blood. Again, another attack, and nobody knows anybody. Yeah. You know, it's just in the media. It's just in the media. It's, that's the only place it exists. Yeah, it's not in real life. I put a link to the uh, the show with Gemma in tonight's show notes. So that'll be show note number three. So if anyone wants to watch, that was a good one. No, I thought I thought she was um, learning from you and about fakery. So that's good. I'm not sure. Yeah, she- yeah. And I, I, I we are planning to do another uh, interview, and so yeah, everything's great. We're going to go deeper into that Manchester, the Manchester bombing with Ariana Grande. Good, yeah, because there's some uh, people. Yeah, yeah, not there's not too, there's not too many people that have gone into that anywhere at any time. So that'll be good. We have Napoleon Wilson, who's a mm-hmm. super fan. I know he lives in Manchester, so maybe he can help you with that. Yeah, fake news. Well, the events that are happening all around us, and you guys are covering it really well. I'm glad to see you. Two are doing a weekly show. I'm going to start tuning in. Good, you know, a little bit regularly because I I really enjoy the way you uh, you distribute and portray your information. Okay, that's really good, Tony. I appreciate you listening. Thanks a lot for calling in. I yeah. appreciate that. It's good. Yeah, well, I'll sign off. Thanks, Tony. To get back to it. Yeah, yeah. We're, we're going to close it out anyway because I don't want to keep Phil too long. He's got a busy. He works. He's a working man. Call in, call in earlier next week, Tony. <laughs> yeah, I will. I apologize. <laughs> I apologize. Keep up the good fight, gentlemen. Thanks, Thank Tony. you very much, Tony. Tony, those Canadians are so damn polite, aren't they? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I know. Don't I don't find ap- a rude Canadian. Yeah, yeah, they're always apologizing. I hate that. Stop <laughs> saying sorry for Christ's sake. <laughs> good job, Tony. That was good. Yeah, you you and I, we got a pretty good rapport. I mean, we can kill an hour and just we can kill two hours easily, and uh, that's the problem. You've got so much content to talk about. I mean, I've got yeah. quite a bit of content too. That's right. I'm I'm almost thinking of splitting off my vaccine. Like I'm I'm I'm. 
I'm pretty sure that vaccines hurt people. I'm I'm not going to back down on that because I live with someone who's definitely vaccine damaged, even though she hates it when I say that. Mm-hmm. So I'm never going to change my position on that because I know what she lives through every day. So I was actually thinking of starting a sub blog just for vaccine damage because there's still a ton of stuff. I know you might. I'm not sure what your position on that is, but I still think r- real damage is being done right now. I don't recommend anybody uh, getting a vaccine. I, uh, I, but I also saw fakery on both sides. I saw yeah, TikTok yeah. videos. That's what screws so, me up too. It's that screws and, my brain up. So it was it was a tricky psyop, and that's why I kind of stayed away from it because I would get uh, heated uh, energies from both sides. And, yeah. Uh, when I would when I would show a video that shows some obvious fakery, and I go, "I'm ready," you know, I get hysteric, hysterical reactions from one side and from another. I said, "This is hysteria media again." And when I saw Alex Jones talking about it, almost every single show about this vaccine, yeah. it's like people, you, you, when you start thinking the same as Alex Jones, yeah, yeah. you need to pause for a second and you need to rethink. It's like, how come I'm sounding just like Alex Jones right now? You know, I know it's a problem. <laughs> I know. I know. I, I'm conf- You know, I have problems with it. I have problems with the whole thing because yeah. even though yeah. I'm the fakeologist, I have real. It, it causes a lot of cognitive dissonance for me. Yeah, it, yeah. They really hit a, a a sweet spot in our brain. It, it they an emotion point that it causes a lot of uh, emotion, and so I. Uh, I kind of I will stick to Gaza or I'll I'll st- this Las Vegas shooting I'm going to look for some crisis actors from that yeah and Manchester Manchester is next and, Manchester. and tomorrow's there's, there's, Pearl Harbor because it's the the yeah, big old right. anniversary where uh, the U S scuttled some old battleships and sunk them yeah yeah I cover it differently than I say that the Japanese were nowhere near Pearl Harbor I agree the American the Americans blew up their own obsolete battleships right nobody got hurt nobody got injured yep. and it was a drill and uh, yeah uh, there, there's no dead bodies they, if you google it you'll you'll find five photos of dead bodies from pearl harbor five okay that, that, i have to admit i went to the memorial mm-hmm. it's in honolulu i think right that's i'm pretty sure uh um Oh, oh, yeah, Honolulu, yeah. Yeah, 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 that's where, the, yeah, I, I did go to, that was, that's one of the main things you're supposed to do in Honolulu besides uh, avoiding the, um, the, the crack, the crack whores on Waikiki Beach there. I mean, I went, yeah, yeah. I, we stayed uh-huh. in a pretty skanky hotel on Waikiki, let me tell you, I, I had no idea, I'm so naive, uh, 30, oh, yeah. <laughs> 30, what is it, 32 years ago, we went on our honeymoon there, so it was, we did yeah. go to uh, Pearl Harbor, though, and yeah, it's 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 just another one of these uh, memorials. They just love building these shrines to death, don't they? Everywhere you go, yeah. every city's got one. The happening that never happened, yeah. Yeah, we that's we live in the world. All However, right. I do believe that the I mean, the Pearl Harbor was fake, but it started a real war. We yeah. had to uh, yeah, we had f- to kill the Germans. We had to stop what the Germans were doing, and uh, we had to stop their business. And, yeah. and you have figured that America was the only country that declared war because on December eighth, we declared war on Japan, and Japan said what? Yeah, and people will say, and people say, well, Phil, how come the Japanese didn't uh, deny the fact that they uh, bombed didn't bomb Pearl Harbor? And I say they did deny it, but we had a media blackout that no news was coming out of Japan. 
And what we did is we put all the family members that were in the states, yes, put them in internment camps. So because they the word of mouth from the family members would tell the tell the American public we didn't bomb your Pearl Harbor, but you see they had America had to stop the word of mouth, and so they yes. all the family members. And that's what the internment camps were about, which right? Is, which is complete. It was of in, information quarantining. Yes, yes, and that's what it was, and. Uh, and it started the war, and America was the only country who declared war. America declared war on December 8th, and that's what started the war. Uh, and, and we went in there, and we destroyed Germany just like with the, what we needed to do because they were, they were too successful. Yeah. The, it, the only I, thing Alex Jones gets right is we are in an info war. There's no doubt. And the quarantining will be quarantining of information. They really want... Our stuff quarantined on our own websites, not on YouTube. They want it on certain places that they can basically eventually fence off and then flush down the toilet and make us restart and re reorganize. So uh, make sure you keep your backups. That's that's what I. That's the message. Keep your backups. Keep your contacts. Keep your own lists. Keep your own lists. Your e own email lists. Your own subscriber lists. So. Well, they try and blow everything apart because we're getting too close to flying over the target and getting too much influence, then uh, then they'll make us start over again. So, yeah. All right, fake we'll nukes. Start under a new and a new name. Yeah, maybe it'll be fake space next time when I when I come back in my new fake, identity. Fake space, Phil. <laughs> all right. So Friday, I think yeah. you do a show with Jim. And yeah. Uh, yeah, you're all over the place. Make sure you subscribe to Fake News Phil. Do you want to give out your email if you want uh, people to contact you? Fake Nukes48 at gmail.com. Yeah, everyone's on Gmail. So Fake Nukes48, he's over there. And you can email me at I am at fakeologist.com. I had lots of uh, emails this week and I didn't respond to any of them. Oh, by the way, someone emailed me. I think she said she's in Las Vegas. She said all the schools were locked down and roads were closed everywhere. So mm, this is how like they were doing a whopper. This is yep. how you do a. This is how you conduct a a drill, or you mm -hmm. you create a closed off movie set where nobody mm -hmm. can go and no one can see what's going on. Mm -hmm. Same thing, integrated capstone event. They're like movies. It's Hollywood. <laughs> It's amazing. Well, Phil, thanks a lot. Good show. And yeah, as we'll, always, we'll, we'll talk to you next Wednesday. All the best. See you, see you next Wednesday. See All ya. right. Take care. Bye-bye. Right. There goes Fake News Phil. There goes myself. And we will... Don't forget, if you like this show, fakeologist.com forward slash donate. That's for John LeBon, who says I say donate too many times. Donate, donate, donate. Uh, this is value for value. You pay whatever you think the show is worth. You know, Fake News Phil doesn't take any money, but... I think, you know, you could you could donate to Fake Nukes Phil. It's inspirational. Or you could send him an email telling him you like his work. It's always great just getting a an email saying, hey, good stuff. And you could uh, leave a comment on today's show. It's They're all on the blog, fakeologist.blog. You can leave a comment there. You don't need to register, but if you do, it, your information's already filled in. But we always like feedback. Feedback keeps me going, for sure. Donations help, but it's not necessary. So positive feedback and sharing the, the site also helps. If you don't do anything else, share the site and let everyone know. And I'm trying to think of a domain name to register for 
a potential vaccine damage show. So if you can think of a good domain name that's not taken already, send it to me. And I'm thinking of putting all my vaccine stuff on a sub-blog, segregated. And a once-a-week show where I just take calls from people out there to tell me if they are seeing anything out of the ordinary or uh, out of the ordinary injuries or illnesses and we'll try and crowdsource this concept to see if it's true i mean maybe it is all fake i don't think so i think vaccine damage especially from childhood vaccination is real i think almost every single illness that's chronic autoimmune diabetes allergies food allergies for sure there you're never gonna change my mind about food allergies uh, that's a real, real thing. That's anaphylaxis. I believe that's a real thing. They don't even know how anaphylaxis actually works, but it is real. So if you uh, would like to help figure out a domain, let me know. Email me at I'm at fakeologist.com. And if you think I should do a show once a week, just taking phone calls, not shock thinks I should do that in the FakeOtube chat, uh, I'm going to do it. I'll just, I'll just play vaccine damage videos for once a week and just leave the phone lines open and see if anyone calls in and uh, we'll see what happens it was it was going pretty well with died suddenly when I had a fake o two or a Facebook group but that got flushed down the toilet along with Tiago so that didn't happen but uh, I'll just do it on my own with my own uh, platform my own uh, stuff and uh, yeah send me your suggestions fakeologist.blog fakeotube.com fakeologist.tube we'll talk to you tomorrow tomorrow's Thursday that means that Frank the Salt Guy an ounce of salt per day how to take care of your penis.com he'll be on tomorrow take care good night